On today's show, Dallas Mavericks, Utah Jazz. Whether Luka plays or not, there will be a series. So the Dallas Mavericks will win the series if, and the Mavericks will lose the series if. We'll answer that question and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. Let's go. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. believe you shouldn't be here and welcome you are locked on to the dallas mavericks my name is nick angstead media member and nba channel manager for the locked on podcast network thanks for making locked on maps your first listen every day we are free and available on all platforms including youtube best thing you can do to help the show comment comment your butts off on youtube comment as much as you can on youtube takes 30 seconds takes less than that leave a little comment just say hi say hello just say raccoon squad just leave a raccoon emoji i don't care just comment joining me as always my co-host contributor writer at mavs.com the bad city boy the one more thinking what you got for me isaac harris can we just take a moment to appreciate that david Locke fell for the joke he fell. <laughs> actually, it wasn't even a joke. He fell for. If you guys haven't he listened, forgot the reference. So the past two days, we've did we've done a crossover with David Locke, our boss, leader of the network, host of Locked On Jazz. <laughs> yeah, boss of a uh, boss of me in several ways. <laughs> and so yesterday's pod, we were having fun towards the end, and I I dropped the Utah is a bad city, <laughs> and he started to attack my Texas. Education, which which I did not go to school in Texas, by the way. But (laughs) you did. You went to college, but I did. Yes, I did my master's in 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 Texas. But it was just it was a great moment, funny moment. David is such a guru when it comes to numbers. I thought it was really good stuff. It's really good insight to hear hear about the jazz side. So if you haven't listened, go back to last listen to the past few days and hear David's deep dive into jazz stuff, Mav stuff, and it's a good good series primer there. The past two days. Yeah, absolutely. But he fell for the Dirk, what Dirk's comment after the series win in 2001, where he said Utah's a bad city. And so that's what we've been dropping as a reference here all the time. And uh, a couple of you guys in the comments have been falling for it and just saying, Utah's not a city. What do you mean Utah's not a city? Like, we know. Dirk didn't know. He's not from here. (laughs) So, yes. All right. On today's show, we're going to obviously give an update on Luka. We're going to uh, talk about this series, though. The Mavs win the series if, the Mavs lose the series if, who's the X factor, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the update on Luca is. I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. <laughs> Continues to be that Luca is still he's he was at practice. He did not participate in practice, but he's still in full spirits, just kind of doing the same thing, smiling, laughing. I talked about it yesterday on the show. Uh, according to Sham Sharania, he is not going to play. He's expected to miss Game One against the Jazz. Not surprised at all. Uh, but it's not. It's also not conclusive yet so i would trust what shams would say i don't think he's going to put something out there that's completely false like that we're all kind of expecting him to not play but uh not set in stone yet until friday friday night i think like tonight we'll probably get like the 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 you know set in stone set in stone if he's going to play if he's going to be out or questionable the designation for him and then saturday morning is when they decide the the starting lineups yeah i mean if you're dallas make him questionable friday night Take it up until the buzzer until you have to. And then, you know, if he's not going to play on Saturday at the lunchtime game, then you rule him out. And here's the thing. I've been a believer that they can win one of these first two games, even without Luca. And 
But I'll say this. I think the game has to be game one. I think mm. that's the game you catch it. You have all the momentum. You're at home. The crowd's going to be into it. And you just lock in defensively. It's the first time you're really seeing each other in, in a while, even though you played them, you know, a month or so ago. They haven't seen you without Luca. So you got to see that whole how they're going to adjust you and how you're going to play. You just got to try to use the element of newness, surprise, home court, playoffs. <laughs> and if you're going to s- steal one at home, I think, you know, without Luca, it's got to be game one. Got to run the lasso special. Got to run uh, Loki's toboggan. Got to run the the Sandman. Got to run all the special all the special plays. All of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I agree too. The, the Mavs win the series. Let's start. Let's start walking through this first. If Luca, let's say Luca misses two games, okay? Let's. I let's, literally just said if Luca plays. So <laughs> if Luca play, if Luca plays at all, like how many games? Let, let's do this. That question is more interesting. How many games does Luca have to play in order for the Mavs to win this series? Out of seven games, yeah, um, at least four. <laughs> well, yeah, because they have to win four. <laughs> <laughs> I just say, like, let's just say they split the first two. Let's say Lucas sets out the first two and they split the first two games. Yeah. Then then it turns into, you know, a, a five game series, basically. So I think Luca has to play like even if he set out game three and they lost game three and they're down one, two or two, one after three games of the series. If if you're telling me Luca came back for game four and he's 90 percent. Lucas two weeks from his injury, which is big. Yeah. And they're down, you know, two one in the series. Lucas that good that I think they can win, you know, three out of the next five games. So you think he can miss he can he can miss three games if they win one of them. If they go down three oh, I just don't think there's a shot. Yeah. It, it's it's tough at that. I love Luke. It, yeah. I'm not saying it's impossible, but you're asking a really big task be, there. It would to, be cool for them to be the first team to do it, to come back from down three oh, right? Oh, yeah, it'd be super cool. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, I'm also expecting him to be at, l- at the latest game three to me, just in how I'm reading this and everything. But yeah, I mean, he has to play at least, you know, let's say he comes back for game three and they're down two games. I think he's got to play the five. I think they're going to play five more games. Take it to six. Okay. Either or way, take, take, it, take it to seven. Actually, that would be five more games after two. I, I think the the hardest thing to figure out is if they're down 0-2 going into game three, what's the decision then? Because I mean, you, you gotta you gotta go win game three. Is there a decision? Yeah. Like I if think, like if he's I think Luka's gonna try the, to come back as soon as he can. I mean, but they're gonna hold the cards with that. I know. It's not it's not gonna be just Lucas call. All we're right, seeing so, that with Jamal Murray in Denver right now. So So we're both in agreement. The Mavs Win only win the series if they win one of these first couple games, right? Because then they gotta they have to have at least one of them, one of the first three games before I mean, Luca comes back. Okay, one of the first three. Yes. Yeah, let's do it that way. I think they could lose the first two and Luca comes back for three and they're they could still win. They the could series. still win. But yes, they have to win one of the which I mean I feel like that's Luca or not, they gotta win one of the first three <laughs> games. <laughs> Yeah, because home court advantage, the Mavs have, you know, the, if they go seven, they'll have four home games. That's really important. The Mavericks have not won a game in Utah uh, since, since 2016. You know who's on that roster? Charlie Villanueva. 
Let's go. <laughs> Dwight Powell was still on that roster. Dirk was playing. Uh, our boy Stala Mejri was playing on that team. Uh, Devin Harris was playing on that team. So that's the last time they won in Utah. It's going to be tough. It's not impossible, but they can they can definitely do it. But it's going to be tough. So the Mavs, if they lose one of those first home games, then they lose home court advantage then, right? That's the, sort of the yeah. whole point about playoff series. Um. I haven't. I've, I mean, I put the Luca plays one, but I feel like that was like a cop out answer. Um, I have a joking one. If Tony Brothers doesn't ref a game, hey. but, but realistically, who's our, who's our refs like? <laughs> like hit, like <clears throat> not hit list, but oh gosh, crap, crap list, <laughs> crap list, but not crap. Um, but realistically, the Mavs win the series if Reggie Bullock, Dorian Finney-Smith shoot above forty percent from three. Mm. And this has kind of been my thing, just because. And, you know, I'm operating a little bit, you know, assuming that Luca's going to play a good portion of the series. That healthy Luca out there, they're going to run the pick and roll. That's going to happen all day. Luca's going to get his points. But what teams can't control, like what the Mavericks can't control, and they're going to get open shots as if those open shots go down. So I think they win the series if Reggie Bullock, Dorian Finney-Smith shoot above 40% from three. And they're talking about playing small. The Jason Kidd was asked that question in, you know, in post practice today, and he said, you know, we'll play what we got to play. Those threes are going to be there. Dor- Dorian Finney-Smith answered the question, "What if they try to guard you with Rudy Gobert again?" He's like, "Well," he kind of said it with a smile. He's like, "Well, I'm going to get a lot of threes then." Yeah, <laughs> so, I love that answer. It's a, it's, it's a, real quick, some Utah fans took that and like really came at Dorian over that. He's just he's it's not even like a root. It's not it has anything to do with a Rudy shade. It's just no. the fact that. If you're gonna put a big on him, he's gonna get open threes. So it, it was just funny to it's see schematics. Like it's just it's yeah, just it's, how, not, it's just how it works. So it he's gonna get a lot of threes to like that are open to hit because Rudy's Gobert's better in the paint, and that's just what it is. So yeah. All right, coming up, other things. Other what other factors do the Mavericks have to have in order to win this series? We'll talk about that, and then switch over to the lose the series and more. But before we do that, let me tell you about Bet Online, best place to go check out series odds. For all of these, ooh, Jazz now a minus three ten favorite. They they rose ten little like 10, 10 points, which is not much, just a little. So I'm expecting, I'm thinking more money went on the Jazz side of things. Go check out some of the other odds that are available right now. The Bucks are still a minus fourteen hundred favorite. That's like the biggest. That's the biggest difference by far in any of these series. So go check any of those. They have a ton of other is stuff. The, is the is the Jazz the biggest in the West first round? The biggest in the West so far. They only have three series decided in the West because the Suns one hasn't come up yet. Yeah. Um, but the Jazz are minus 310. The Grizzlies are minus 400 against the Timberwolves. That's the biggest one. Wow. Okay. That's the biggest one. So if you're feeling strongly about any of those, go ahead and check out Bet Online. It's uh, the best stuff. doesn't have just NBA. They have baseball all the time. You can bet on your Rangers if you're feeling, if you're feeling good about them. Um, they also have some WNBA stuff as well. Odds to win the championship. Connecticut Sun, Las Vegas Aces are top there. Go check it out. It's Bet Online, where the game starts. Thanks for making Lockdown Maps your first listen for your next listen. Check out the Lockdown Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NBA game, plus NHL, MLB, all of that, with analysis from our local experts. Lockdown Now, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Isaac Harris, what are the other factors for the Mavericks to win the series? We've already talked about, okay, if Luka misses the first two games, they have to they have to get at least, like let's say Luka misses the first three games, they got to get one of those first three without him. So how do they win a game without Luka? You said that Dorian Finney-Smith and Reggie and, – uh, Dorian Finney-Smith and Reggie Bullock have to hit 40, 45% of their threes. They well, have to be hitting on there. Yeah, okay. Well, 
I feel like that's kind of a different question of what do they have to do to win a game without Luca versus what do they have to do to win the series to win a game without Luca that that roadmap I think looks a little different if you got to hit it's kind of what we were saying I think it was a few days ago we we're saying you have to if there's a list of like six things you have to hit it like four or five of those six things yeah, right of a, you know a slower slower pace you know slower or a a smaller scoring game like you're looking at like a 92 to 86 type of game maybe an 80s type of game it's a you know you're defending well hitting a lot you're shooting a lot of threes hitting a lot of threes you're getting Dinwiddie and Brunson both scoring you know 24 to 26 points in that game like it's that type of stuff you're really hounded maybe you're doubling Mitchell you got to get a lot of these Definitely. things to to hit it for a game without Luca to win it. And I think that game could be game one. Um, I tell you what they can't, what can't happen is if Luca's not out there is Brunson has to show up. Yes. Like they, they can't more, you know, I was looking at like Mavs have Mavs, you know, win the series. If, if Luca's playing, there is a, a sense of if Brunson does have a Clippers like series, you at least still have Dinwiddie that can give you some points as another creator. So I didn't I, like I, they kind of canceled each other out a little bit on win the series, lose the series. If with either one of those for me, but if Luca's not playing Brunson has to be like a legit, you know, top two option on your team offense wise. And when you look at one of the past few games that they, in which they played them, which has only been three times after the trade, which the teams look completely different. That the loss against Utah, Jalen Brunson had eight points. He just can't have eight points, especially without Luca. Luca, Luca played in that game. Uh, the, he he just has to be really good. They they're not going to win if he if he's the Clippers. Brunson, this is his moment, right? Like this for the answer to if they win the game, win a game without Luca, and if they win the series, all both of them, I think, depend on Jalen Brunson. He's Ooh. got to not fully depend, but. He has to show up. This is his moment right here. From the beginning of Media Day training camp, when we had him on this podcast, how many times have we brought up this conversation, but it still rings true all the way through to the end of the season now. He said, when talking about that Clippers series, he averaged 19 minutes a game the first four games and then 10 minutes a game the last three games. Got played off the floor. Couldn't get couldn't get playing time because he couldn't get his shot off. He, There's all these wings and he just couldn't get going. And then he was getting hunted on defense. He said, you know what? We got to be better. I got to be better. And this is it right here. This is a big moment for him. He's got the contract coming up this offseason. He has uh, the Mavericks, you know, looking at him, looking to him right now as the, you know, he's been the starting guard with Luka. Now he's just going to be the starting guard with Dinwiddie. Uh, Jason Kidd has said, even since the trades, even since Spencer Dinwiddie came and has been having an incredible stretch there, Brunson is still above him in the pecking order as far as the offense. Everybody's going to be looking at Jalen Brunson, and he has to show up in some of these games because because he has to, right? Like it's his, yeah. it's his moment now. It's wild when you look at when you're trying to look at these games, you know, or really just previewing the series. It's like it's hard to even find numbers and stats that you can like really pull as like a, um, you know, as like an argument case for like what you what to expect or what numbers mean what because. Once again, like what this team looked like before the trade was completely yeah. different. So I almost throw out that win that they had earlier in the season, or it was a loss earlier in the season. The Christmas Day and, one when Luca yeah, didn't play. Exactly. The Christmas Day one. And they had, you know, it was KP and all. So then you, the trade happens. They and play. Then, oh, sorry. 
No, I'm saying after the trade, they play three games and Rudy didn't play in one of them. And then, so then it, that narrows it down. I mean, Rudy changes so much for the Jazz. So yep. then it, then you kind of look at, okay, what's the two games in which they had their full squads? Well, Brunson didn't play in one of them. So, like, <laughs> they really haven't played each other a ton since the big trade. Once. Since, you, you know, one time in which both teams had their full arsenal of players. So, it, in Brunson plays such a big role in this team as a secondary creator next to Luka. And if Luka's out, that, I mean... Dinwiddie Brunson show. I mean, you gotta, they have to, they gotta have it. What's, what's habit though? Is it 25 points? Is it points? Is it just impact? Is it impact buckets? Is it assists? It's points and assists. I, I wrote down this, uh, I wrote down this question and I actually put, I put Dinwiddie in, in the, in the blank space in this, but if Luca's out, how much of Luca can Dinwiddie be? Yeah. And if we want to, if we want to lump Dinwiddie and Brunson into the same thing of how much, of Luca can Dinwiddie and Brunson be because I'm looking at Dinwiddie when it comes to, I mean, they're going to insert Dinwiddie right into the Luca spot and say, all right, create score, all of that. Can you match Luca scoring? Can how, how much can he be 80% of Luca? Can he, is that being too generous? Can he be 75% of Luca as far as scoring wise? I, I don't know, but either way, Brunson has to, has to put up 23, 25 points. Right. I mean, how big of a moment that yeah. would be for Brunson if if it was Jalen Brunson who put up 28 in a game one win without Luka Doncic. That's like a that's like a career defining moment that gets you paid this offseason. Uh, yeah. You think that he and Jason Kidd are not talking about that <laughs> this week? Uh, Jason Kidd yesterday in practice. So Wednesday's practice, um, he Brunson was delayed to come over to talk to media because him and Jason Kidd were having a long conversation. It, it was like media could kind of see it that you could hear him talking about it. And so what car are you buying? All and right, Brunson, yeah, you, right. <laughs> You've been watching that winning time on HBO wild, right? Like Jerry Buzz. <laughs> and then Brunson comes over and they ask him, what were you and Jason Kidd talking about? It's like, ah, you know, I just keep that to myself. Basketball stuff. They, they are talking about this because Jason Kidd in this season has said, my job is to win games and to get guys paid. Who else oh, is he getting? Who go. else is who else is he getting paid? He got Dodo paid already, and now it's Jalen Brunson's time. So you better believe that he is talking up Brunson and saying, "Hey, this is your Boban's time." Like, don't forget about moment. me. What about me? <laughs> we never forget Boban. about Boban. We never forget about Boban <laughs> on this. But this is it. Like this is this is Brunson's time. I don't know if I can keep saying yeah. that anymore, but it really is. He's got to come up to me. It's got to be like a 20, 23 point game. And like eight a seven eight assists or something like that because he's got to step up in the playmaking with Luca out. They just have to have those. You have to kick out to those three point shooters. They have to be hitting their threes. That's how the offense is really going to work without Luca. Um, yeah. And then with them, they it, when, with Luca when he comes back because we are expecting him to come back. One of Brunson and Dinwiddie has to go off. Right? Like you just need one of them and those three yeah. point shooters to still hit. That's that's what you need from this team. It's this yeah. kind of like round. As long as Luca's there, you have this round robin of okay, Jalen Brunson hits twenty, Dinwiddie hits twenty, or Dorian and Bullock or Maxi hit like five or six threes. That's like you mm. got to have a couple of those things when you, you're talking about. They need four of the six things. It's like those are the things. Yeah, <laughs> offensively, yeah. Um, defensively. If there's a couple of things that that we can get into, um, I think they got to hold Donovan Mitchell to. Uh, I think they have to hold him to under thirty points. Because if you look at the if you look at the 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 only time Donovan so the the three times that the Mavs played the uh, 
the Mavs played the Jazz after the trade. So not that. So he had 33 on Christmas Day. Jazz won that game. The game right after the All-Star break, he had 33, and the Jazz also won that one. The other games that Donovan Mitchell has played, he scored 17 points in the Mavs' loss early in March. And then he scored 12 points in like this awful game when the Mavs won. With that was, I think that was the one without Rudy Gobert. Yeah. They have to hold Donovan Mitchell. Whether Donovan Mitchell holds himself in, you know, in crunch time, he's had all kinds of problems. You heard David Locke talk about that on this podcast. But they have to hold Donovan Mitchell, I think, to under 30. That's good. And, you know, they're going to put Dorian on him. Do they bring, you know, do they bring the double against, you know, against Donovan? Do they just force him to say, hey, like, take, take tough shots. Like, we'll, we'll live with you taking, you know, 33 footers and all of that. So I, that's one. I'm also looking at Rudy. You know, the hat tip to uh, David Locke here as far as, you know, when Rudy scores 20 points and, you know, when the Rick Carlisle days and how Rick, you know, Rick coached the Mavs. He yep. mentioned this on the pod and how they just gave up points to Rudy. So I looked up uh, Rudy's uh, 20 plus points uh, games this year. The Jazz are 13 and four when he scores over 20 points. And it's like, can they hold, you know, can they hold him? You look at, I mean, he hasn't scored a ton against Dallas this year. Looking ten, at like four, 10 points, four, 12 points, 14 points. He's taken five yeah. shots, six shots and six shots in the three games he's played this year. Which is a great game plan by Jason Kidd and those guys. So that's, I'm watching that. That's one of, you know, we were breaking down different categories, which I don't even know if we're doing these categories anymore, about, (laughs) (laughs) about, you know, one stat that, you know, we're looking at or a stat that you're watching this series. And for me, it's points, points per big game for Rudy Gobert. And I don't think a lot of people would think to look at that because he's not a big scorer, obviously. But if you're giving up 20, you know, 20 points to Rudy, then you got some big problems. He's the most efficient scorer in the NBA because when his points come, he dunks, right? So then that's a super efficient shot. He can't always uh, make those points or fabricate those points in a way, but when he does get him, he's the most efficient scorer. It's kind of wild how it works. Coming up, let's get into how the Mavs lose this series, X-Factor, all those kind of things. Even if Luka comes back, how could the Mavs lose this series? What could get away from them? We'll talk about that and more. But before we do, let me tell you about Built Bar. I know on Saturday, I'm going to bring a built bar with me to the stadium because I'm just going to need something to tide me over. I know I'm going to feel nervous and I don't know. I don't know why I'm going to feel nervous. It's going to be one of those crazy playoff crowds. Uh, it's going to be a weird early game. It's going to be like this weird afternoon. It's going to feel like when I went to, when you go to like, uh, you're like AAU games, <laughs> they're like afternoon or you wake up early and go to like a soccer game. And you're like there for somebody else. Uh, these noon games are very strange. We're going to need a built bar. You're probably going to need a built bar at some point. Go check them out. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, 17 grams of protein in these bars that are covered in 100% chocolate. Some of them have marshmallow in the middle, the puffs, they're incredible. Go check them out. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, the uh, a whole bunch of other different kinds of flavors as well. Go to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15. You get 15% off your entire order. It's built. Com. Also want to tell you about Rock Auto, the ever-increasing number of makes and models of cars. It's impossible for your local chain parts store to get all the parts that you need. How could, you, how could they have all of them? There's no way that a warehouse can hold them. But Rock Auto can hold them, and they'll ship them right to your house. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. They have everything you can need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today. You just put in your car, the make, the model, the year, all that. They lay it out in front of you. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? They know that we sent you. It's amazing prices, uh, amazing collection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. 
All right, Isaac, let's transition a little bit. The Mavs lose this series if dot, dot, dot. Let's just throw out of the, throw out of the way. If Luca doesn't play a game, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> if We've already talked about if Luca misses four games, the Mavs probably lose this series. Um, what else would have to happen for the Mavs to lose this series? I mean, yeah, I mean, this is really this. This is the answer where if Luca does play, it's just as if the shooters go cold. Yeah. And it's like because the shooters, we've said this a thousand times, they will get open shots. Now, a little bit going backtracking, if Luca doesn't play, I don't think they get as much open shots. So I don't think it's as dependent on the shooters at that point because they might not get as many open shots playing with, you know, without Luca. So then I think it does shift to, it, it has to go to Dinwiddie and Brunson. Then can you, can you make up for the scoring? How, what does the offense look like without Luca? And can those guys team up together to score, you know, to make up for Luca offense wise, and they're going to lose if they can't, if, if, if one of those guys, are is having a bad game, then they're I don't think they win without Luca. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> the, mean, the margin yeah. for error without Luca is very small. Very, and, and very this, small. And this it honestly, I think this will be one of the bigger conversations coming out of this series. If the if Luca doesn't play for half the series and they lose the series, I think we'll hear the cry even louder for the second star. Yeah. Because if they had a bona fide, locked in Brad Beal type of guy next to Luca, then you're at least going into it saying, "All right, we have Brad Beal. You know, we have you know so and so that is the the number two that you're like. I know they can pick up the load offensively to at least hold the fort down. And right now we're we're thinking, ben, you know, Dinwiddie and Brunson can do this, but they're not the the proven all star that we you know that some teams have out there." Yeah, yeah, it, that will come for sure. <laughs> and the, and the, yeah. then the call for big change will happen with the roster for sure. And Nico Harrison, I think he's been sort of, he's been building up for something like this. And I think that oh, I yeah. think they'll probably try to make a big move, whether they, exactly. unless they make yes. the finals or the Western Conference finals, I, I'm sure they're still trying to make some kind of move. Oh, uh, yeah. Because they have that draft pick, they got some contracts, they have movable pieces. So, um, but yeah. Uh, the Utah Jazz offense can just overwhelm this Mavs defense, right? We have to see the Mavs defense with the effort and everything that we saw in the beginning of, what was it? I guess the beginning of, of January through the All-Star break. Because since the All-Star break, it's been it's been a little lax. And Jason Kidd talked about that in practice the other day. I thought it was was notable. He said, you know, there's there's guys out there. They know what to do. They just got to do it. They have to execute. And so this is going to be, this has to be a high execution game for the Mavs. And if their defense gets overwhelmed by threes, if they try to double Donovan a ton, and then the other guys don't rotate well enough, and so Bogdanovich gets a ton of open threes. I think we asked we asked Locke, we said, you know, if 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 uh what are we asking him? If Bogdanovich or Jordan Clarkson score oh, yeah. more points, who you know, is it better if one is it better if one of those guys scores more points? And he's like, absolutely Bogdanovich, because Bogdanovich is only gonna score if he gets all these wide open threes because of rotations and doubling Donovan and all that. Jordan Clarkson gets his points off the off the bench for the Jazz. If he takes over because Donovan Mitchell is out or if he's um, you know, like not playing well, <laughs> basically. So if Bogdanovich is scoring a ton, the defense isn't executing, the defense isn't rotating well enough then all of a sudden the Mavs are in a, a world of hurt because the, this Jazz offense is the best offense in the NBA. Best offense in the NBA. Like, we cannot overlook that. Yeah. And, I mean, they get they get a lot of open shots, too. And, 
they get hit in their threes. I mean, that one of those games after the all-star break in which they, you know, after, or after the trade in which they beat Dallas, they shot, I think 43, 44% from three. Yeah, hit so, 16 of 38. Yeah. They can, they can light it up. Uh, something, if Luca does play, like if you just take Luca and Dwight out, then you take Donovan and Rudy out the four, four V four of Dinwiddie Brunson, Dorian Reggie versus Bogdanovich Clarkson, Conley O'Neal. That four V four is something I'll be watching. Yeah, but, does the does the aggregate of points have to be more in the Mavs' favor for? The, I don't know. I don't for them know to win. I, like I don't even know what my objective is saying that. I'm just something <laughs> I'm watching. No, those four versus the other four. Yeah, the core, the core middle of the wings and the guards. For who's the Mavs. who's your X factor for the, for Dallas? Do we have the same guy? I mean, it's, is it always going to be Dorian? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it's always it gonna, is. It's always going to be Dorian. <laughs> well, because what if Dorian goes out and has an all-timer lockdown defense series. What if we're looking at three games and the Mavs this- are going to be really happy that they paid him and gave him that extension oh, and uh, trade, they, they trade kicker are. and all that. They're, they're not going to regret <laughs> player it. option. And they already are. They're so happy with that deal. But yeah. what, what if though, like what, what if it's a truly, Oh wow. He locked Donnie down. Like it's three games into the series and Mitchell shooting 28% from the field and his averages are down. He just he's shooting bad shots. The length is really bothered by Dorian. Like that's huge, especially if Luca, you know, isn't playing a couple of these games. And then obviously the three pointers. Like it, whether you know Luca's playing or not, Rudy's probably going to be you know defending him at times. And they're still going to dare Dorian to shoot. And if Dorian is shooting over forty percent clip from three, then that's going to be massive for this team. And I've said this so many different places now because I've been on radio shows and other podcasts (laughs) and stuff and masses about Dorian. He's added things to his game, too. It's not just threes for him. He can do stuff in other ways. That's why he's more of an X factor to me than even like Reggie Bullock. Reggie Bullock can get hot. We've seen Bullock get hotter than Dorian, Uh, especially Mm. at home. We've seen some of these games where Bullock is just going off for threes. And uh, but Dorian's matters more because he can do a, he can do more. He can come off the dribble. He can uh, hit guys with passes. He can create some open shots, like a couple here and there. He's not going to develop them himself, but he's going to see them and hit them. And uh, yeah, like he, yeah, he's going to be big. He's going to be a big player. And this is a moment for him too. Not as big as it is for Brunson probably, but this is a huge moment for Dorian. Yeah, I so. One of the stats I'm looking at is I know I mentioned earlier about the Rudy points per game or, you know, over 20. Yeah. Something I'm looking at is three point attempts for Dallas. They got to hit the 40 mark. Like for, for me, like you got to You got to attempt 40 a game. And especially, especially if Luke isn't playing, like if your offense has to survive, what? they're two, they're two wins, 46 threes and 49 threes. They're two losses, 39 threes and 30 threes. Exactly. You got it. They, they just have to like attempt, throw up the three pointers, please. <laughs> I can't, I can't handle it. If we have a, a 31, a, you know, 31 attempts from three in a, in a game, please. No. Yep. One of the maps losses. They, they made 30 out of 35 free throws. Mm. They lost. I'm, I'm glad you brought the free throw thing. That was, so the, Christmas, I, that was the Christmas day game, but still. I mentioned this stat on, you know, this is something I'm watching too on the, on the pod with David. That game was what? terrible. Wasn't it 35 threes for the Mavs, 35 free throws for the Mavs and 37 free throws for the jazz. That was a bad uh, game on Christmas too. <laughs> the jazz are number one in the league in opponent free throw attempts. 
just just over 19 a game. They allow the least so, amount. Least amount. So they're not they're not fouling people on shots. I mean, it obviously helps when you have Rudy Gobert protecting the thing. The Mavs are 22nd in the league in free throw attempts. So that's just not a good combination for Dallas that, hey, we we need you to get to the line. Like we need some free throws, okay? But you're 22nd in the league in doing that, and you're facing the team in the league that is number one at the top of the league of you know opponent free throw attempts. So that's not a good marriage there. It's not a good, you know, combination. But can Dallas like buck that trend? Can they reverse that stat in a way can Dinwiddie are we going to see are we going to see a very aggressive Dinwiddie trying to drive in and get as many free throws as he can because they just have to get to the free throw line that's just that's something I'll definitely be watching yeah trying all kinds of rip through moves and <laughs> trying to yep. get the and ones around the rim all that kind of stuff because some stats like I'm not worried about like the rebounding I we're going to lose that okay like we're yep, going to we're going to lose the rebounding battle honestly we're going to lose the points in the paint Okay, so we just are, especially we, without Luca. <laughs> especially without Luca, we don't have you know a paint protector like teams can score on Dwight in the paint, and and they have Rudy. Okay, so and Donovan Mitchell like they're gonna get into the paint. So I'm prepared to lose both of those. You just have to win some of the others. You got to knock down the threes. You got to hit the most threes in this series. You got to attempt over forty a game. You so it it's you kind of got to offset. It's the whole thing of like, when you committed to this style of play and to this roster, you're kind of giving up the rebounding battle in a way. I'm at least I'm expecting that they could have a yeah. game, which they out rebound them. Um, but, and I'm kind of in, we're kind of giving up the, the points in the paint thing, especially if Luca's hobbled. For sure. Oh, I just feel like I'm still holding my breath until Luca comes back. Right. Just, well, I think I, we all are until the, until they say Luka Doncic will play. I think we're just all holding our breath, but I'm looking for. I, we said X factor. We talked about Dorian. Luca's the X factor. <laughs> oh yeah. Because if he, when he comes back, that I think he's going to be so motivated, and I hope it doesn't take him to a point where he overextends himself and and gets himself hurt more with you know the calf situation. But I think he's going to be so motivated that I think he's going to be locked in. Whatever you guys need me to do, whatever you need me to do, coach, I'm going to come back in. I'm going to take over. We're gonna we're gonna win this because he knows that he's lost the last two. And he wants that monkey off his back too. He wants that maybe oh, more, yeah. probably more than Mavs fans want want them to win a series. He is such a competitor. Yeah, yeah. I I can't I can't get my mind to the fact of like what if they lose this series? And I just can't get there yet. I will say uh, this. Are you okay, are you okay with the what if they lose this series because Luca was hurt? He misses three no. games, and you're okay with like just because no. they didn't have their full squad. They didn't even have Luca. Uh, but I'm almost more frustrated because you don't have answers. Like if that happens, then you're still wondering, does this style work in the playoffs with Luca? Does this yeah, small ball, answer. do these guys work? Like I, I'm not learning anything. I would almost rather everybody be healthy and they lose. And so we'd be like, all right, this doesn't work. Let's go back to the drawing board type thing. If Luca was fully healthy and this calf freaking calf thing never happened. What was your prediction for the series? Cause I was fully, I, guys, I was so prepared to go in against david Locke, the uh, in our pod against against him i'm just of just saying i was fully all in mavs in five maybe six yeah if luca was fully healthy and the calf thing never happened and i was ready for that battle like john snow okay fighting the whole state of utah and i just and then obviously the luca calf thing just throws a wrench into everything I would have said Mavs in six too they win that they everybody wins at home and then the Mavs win that last game on the road in Utah 
All right, I can't, I can't go there. I can't, I can't <laughs> think about this any longer of what if Luca didn't get hurt. But as a kind of a joke about it, this will be one of our what if pods. Like if the if the Mavs yeah, will be. if yeah, the Mavs this lose, this will be one of the bigger what ifs that you know we've for the past off seasons we've done these what if pods, and this will be one of those in in history of for the Mavs that if the Mavs lose, we say, man, what if Luca never got hurt? They were the three C, you know, or the four C. Like this is crazy. Like they had a good year, rolling defense is good, but that'll be a what if in a lot of different ways, especially for the off season. So we'll definitely do that. We yeah. bake it into our off season content. We're here every single day. We'll be back tomorrow with an episode. We'll be back obviously Saturday. We'll be we'll be back Saturday for sure with a post game. We'll break it all down, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. So boom.